What's up guys, this is Jonathan, and this is an excerpt from the audio chapter on the Secret Society infiltration model for networking. And this is part of the audiobook for my new book for men. If you're a lady and you're listening to this, you're very naughty. To continue listening, I'd urge you now to click the uh, pause button and browse to a different podcast. My new book for men is entitled Don't Stick Your Dick in a Blender, How to Meet a Nice Girl Instead from a Tantric Husband with a Better Sex Life Than You. The Secret Society Infiltration Model for Networking. The fundamental life hack to networking more effectively is to focus your networking efforts on those who are within groups that you have a high affinity with. This means finding groups that have very strong shared values, interests, or underlying philosophies which is kind of the opposite of going to a meetup with a bunch of random strangers in a bar who have as a commonality only that they are on the mailing list of some event marketer. I suggest that you infiltrate groups that you have stronger ties with. I call them secret societies. There are four secret societies I'm a part of. The first is biohackers, people who take their personal development seriously and hack it using smart drugs, technology, diet, and mindfulness to gain an unfair advantage in all the arenas in which they compete. If the idea of a biohacker secret society intrigues you, then watch the video linked in the chapter. The second I'll describe as dudes who do business on the internet and aren't afraid to travel to dodgy countries. There's a certain kinship we have because we know that it takes a keen savvy boldness and a little madness to make one's living working digitally while disregarding borders and geopolitical risk. The third is natural game pickup artists. This is different than the idea you may have of pickup artists in silly hats, negging, and using pickup lines in bars. This is a group of guys who take a very holistic approach to seducing the fairer sex. They read personal development books, do yoga, are nutrition and health freaks, don't drink socially, learn languages, and are nomadic travelers. The fourth I'll describe cheekily as paranoid libertarians, people on the political right who are justifiably worried about big government power strangling our human rights. We dream of a world with no government at all, and we believe strongly in free market ideas. Sometimes I'll meet someone new, 
and within minutes from just a few subtle gestures, mannerisms, or expressions, I'll know that they are in one of these secret societies. We have a bond immediately. We'll become good friends, literally overnight, often. We'll go out of our way to help each other. We play a little game of trying to be the one giving the most value to the other. Our private conversations will be frank, rich with rapport, useful, and free of political correctness or meaningless small talk. The prolific author and podcaster Tim Ferriss is famous for the interview question, what do you believe that most people think is crazy? I'll ask you the same question. What do you believe that is far outside of the mainstream that you might not even share with your friends and family for fear of ostracization? Go find other people who believe the same thing and they will be instant high affinity connections. You're certainly welcome to join one of the four secret societies I describe, but these are not the only ones worth considering. Political groups are pretty good places to find those with similar values. They have a strong in-group preference. If you contribute to a political group in one way or another, they will hopefully take care of you. Popular authors, podcasters, or bloggers will often have local meetup groups. Go to the websites of some of your favorite public thinkers whose ideas you spend time consuming, and often you'll find a forum or events area where you can connect with other people who subscribe to these same ideas in a major city near you. If you live in a big cosmopolitan city, you can Google swingers parties or adult sex clubs, and you'll find some very interesting and surprisingly inviting people to exchange bodily fluids with. Charitable organizations. People worth networking with are often altruistic. If you've ever wondered why business leaders and wealthy entrepreneurs are so fond of giving their money away, it's because it yields a return for them thanks to the high-level networking that goes on in the elite social circles around charities. Racial or national solidarity groups. For almost every race or nationality, you can find organized groups in any major city that advocate for their own interests. Get identity politics working for you. If you're Chinese and you live anywhere other than China, I can almost guarantee you that you could find a well-organized group in your area that you can join, and you'll meet local Chinese businessmen, attorneys, and other influential people. Religions are the original secret societies. They are some of the very best places to network your way up. Those in your religious denomination are likely to have very strong shared ideological and moral values 
with you. I often consider becoming more religious just to get plugged into the great social networks that churches can be. Masonic lodges, shriners, or other fraternal orders are likely to have a local chapter in your area that you could join. These orders promote from within, and while you'll have to pay your dues, literally or figuratively, the senior members of your local chapter will go out of their way to hook you up with business and work opportunities. University alumni. If you went to a major university, it's likely there's alumni organizations that hold functions which will be highly conducive to networking, where you can meet others from your alma mater who are 5, 10, or 20 years more advanced in their careers than you and can help you get a job or an introduction to someone that you need to meet. The more elite a university you attended, the more worthwhile it will be to get plugged into their alumni groups. Martial arts schools and certain athletic or hobbyist groups can have strong underlying ties. The other day I was describing the secret society networking model to a new friend and they asked, Jonathan, you have this salsa dancing hobby. Is salsa dancing a quote-unquote secret society? Not really. We all like to tear it up on the dance floor, but our commonalities don't extend much further. Same thing with entrepreneurial or website development meetup groups that I also like to attend from time to time. There's no guarantee of a deeper connection. If I meet someone cool and friendly seeming, I have to go through the longer process of banter, small talk, and rapport building. I have to keep things politically correct and polite for at least the first two times we hang out. It would be tactless of me to assume that we will be great friends or confidants just because we have salsa dancing, Joomla, or entrepreneurial interests in common. I also wouldn't include travelers or nomads, as they like to call themselves, as a secret society. Travelers have very disparate values. I've traveled and lived abroad for eight years now, and I find many travelers boring and vapid. What little values they have are mostly just flimsy platitudes that I often totally disagree with. This was an excerpt from the full chapter that goes a whole lot more in-depth on this. It gets a bit more tactical, strategic, pragmatic on this topic. And the book and audiobook will be available via the links below wherever you're listening to this and on my website, LimitlessMindset.com. I am working to get the book on Audible because I know that a lot of people love Audible. 
and it's a bit complicated. I'm hoping that in a week or two, it'll be up there on Audible, but Audible is a little bit funny. I am going to have to price the book there at in between 20 to $25 for the audiobook, which seems a little steep to me, frankly, for a collection of MP3s. Don't get me wrong, it is a very good collection of MP3s. It's a in-depth 18-hour audiobook, which goes a lot deeper than a lot of books in this category do, frankly. And they only give me a 20, I believe 20 or 25% royalty on those sales. So I'd really rather you purchase it directly from me at my website, LimitlessMindset.com. And that will be linked below wherever you are listening to this, where I sell the ebook, which you can read in a Mobi or EPUB format which means you can read it using the Kindle app, you can read it using whatever e-reader device you've got. And both the ebook and the audiobook on my website are only $8.99. It's a better value and all the money goes to me instead of towards making Jeff Bezos just a bit richer, which is great, right? I'll tell you a little bit more about the book so don't stick your dick in a blender, how to meet a nice girl instead from a tantric husband with a better sex life than you. And boy, this week we had a wonderful vacation on the Black Sea coast and the sex was oof, uh, almost without, without breaks. <laughs> okay, so the book talks about how women are dangerous. Good yet naive men routinely wreck their lives because they stick their dick in a blender, having sex with the wrong kinds of women. STDs, unplanned pregnancies, false accusations, mental health head cases, and divorce make chasing skirts a dangerous game. While Lesser men retreat from the pursuit of women into the pixel-powered pleasure world. You have faith that your hunt for a virtuous woman will be fruitful. You can't take a time machine back to a more decent age to find a marriageable woman. You're not ready to give up on your genetic purpose and start banging sex robots, but you're tired of the transient, meaningless flings with mediocre women. You're likely underestimating just how risky sex, a relationship, or marriage is with the modern woman, but you're also underestimating just how rewarding it is to win the commitment of a nice girl, a truly feminine woman, not at war with the natural order, and intertwine your essence with hers. Don't stick your dick in a blender is an irreverent, politically incorrect exposition of the state of dating in the current 
year. It's going to be relevant until the year 2030, by my estimation. And a playbook of counterintuitive approaches, advanced social dynamics, life hacks, along with filtering strategies for avoiding the time wasters and inglorious skanks. So I do hope that you check out the book. You'll probably want to read it and then also listen to it. If you do opt to just get the audiobook and listen to that, you will want to listen to the chapters most relevant to you at least repeatedly. That's the way to do it with audiobooks. I'm Jonathan Roseland, the author, and I do look forward to a continued conversation with you.